two and a half years ago, he was doing great. Mm-hmm. Self-sufficient. Well, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. What's what's his aide's name? His friend, Charlene. Charlene. Right. Yep. They know each other two decades. Everything was great. Yep. So we took his home care away, and now, how much does all this cost? Yeah, ambulance rides and hospital stays and nursing and. You just increased the cost tremendously and not even looking at it. It's buried in the system. You got a feeling like they want to get rid of these 18,000 and then everything resets and then the insurance company makes the big money. They'll take the hit over the long term to make the money. Well, a lot of it goes right back to the government because their government. Uh, paid so it's Medicare and Medicaid and so the government's paying uh, the not government. the insurance company fuck <laughs> that's us yeah yeah it, it's it's the insurance that lobbied and off their shoulders and the, you know the politician told us it's gonna be better all we did was get less mm-hmm Live from downtown Detroit, it's No BS News Hour with my main man, Stoney! Just a breaking news. Double bullshit. Double bullshit. Yep, well, Brian's dying. Brian Woodward, friend of the show, took away his insurance from his catastrophic fund, you know, when he got in the car accident three decades ago, and I got a call. So I went to the hospital. So we'll, we'll show you what's going on with Brian. Everybody's pulling for Brian. Yeah, we are, Charlie. You know, but at the same time, I wonder if Brian's EKG and his breathing machine went out. The fucking power went down again. It rained a little bit. A the, touch. The wind blew at 65 miles an hour for five seconds. And here's the map. Currently, 300,000 people in southeastern Michigan are without power. That's crazy. They're so fucked up. It's so third world up here. I crazy but expected. I, I think it's payback, though. I think that they're still pissed because there was such a public outcry the last time. So, and they said, we're going to show you who really has the power. <laughs> Do something, Barbie. So, you know, I don't know if you're all hearing the show, you're staggering around in the darkness, right? There's no digital dome above your head. Bernie and Matt at XG Service Group are out there working, trying to restore your voice over internet, your security cameras, uh, your off-campus access control, your Wi-Fi and cameras for your home, your business, your drive-through systems, the railroad cameras, the total wireless camera systems for the home and business are out. It's a supernova. But he's out there trying to get it restored. I don't know how you can get it restored mm-hmm. when it's the power company's problem. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> but that's what you get when uh, when you call XG Service Group for all of those 
Wi-Fi needs. Call Matt Yaskovitz at 734-245-4100. 734-245-4100. This message of Uplift is brought to you by business and personal wealth advisor Luke Nowacki, who reminds you that what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but never enter the kingdom of God? But while you're waiting, Nowacki wants you to remember that overreaction is not a sound financial strategy. So call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748 for sound financial advice. I'm Grace Carroll, and I'm third generation of American Coney Island. People say Detroit's a comeback city. I say, where you been? We've been here for over 100 years. My family's been here on the same corner, serving our famous proprietary American Coney Island hot dog. So like always, we're keeping things fresh, updated, and new. We'd love to have you come downtown and visit us, but if you can't, you can always go to AmericanConeyIsland.com, order a Coney kit, get it delivered fresh right to your door. Okay, so coming up on the program, you're going to want to stay with us is Todd Benzman. He's the author of this great book, Overrun. How Joe Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in United States history. Mm-hmm. It's getting worse because the state of Texas, the Rangers and the, and the state police are at war, a low-burning war with the United States Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. Texas wants them out. Biden's Border Patrol is helping bring them in. Bring them in. And mm-hmm. it's something unique. I think it's a constitutional crisis that's upon us. And also, speaking of whose house is it, right? Mm-hmm. Comedian Detroit Red, yes. <laughs> he spent his last night at the Normandy, and he's got himself a new house. Wow. So this is the last of that great series. In the beginning of the year two, and Red's new, new series, Little House in the Hood. I'm excited as hell to get out. I mean, I'm looking forward to so many different things, like a private shower, a private shit. Somebody in here. Red. Yeah, that bullshit that happened in the Normandy with old boy. <laughs> and uh, that in the bathroom? Oops. That's gotta go. Yes. Red. It's really good. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Uh, it's at the backside of the program. Uh, I want to get to Brian. Brian is brought to you by the bricklayers and allied craft workers of local two who are looking for hardworking young men and women all throughout the state of Michigan. If you have experience in any of the trial trades or there's there is an option for you. If you have no prior experience, there are free training opportunities with job placement starting at 26 bucks an hour plus bendings and earn while you learn as a registered apprentice. That's good. I gave this to my nephew. Experienced tradesmen and women in building new or restoring old masonry, installing tile, marble, or terrazzo, caulking, or finishing concrete. Uh, make anywhere between 26 and 37 plus pennies like Blue Cross and Blue Shield Health Insurance. Two pensions and an annuity. They still give an annuities, man. Year-round free training workshops and That's certifications good. with the possibility of more referral and signing bonuses up up to $2,000 for journeymen and $1,000 for experienced apprentices. AI cannot do that. Visit bricklayers.org to learn more about what Local 2 has to offer or take the next step in building your future today. Now, do they do work? Like, you know, so you, that the students, you know how they you work? The students work. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, could you call them and hire them to do something, understanding that it's a like a learning you don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call them up, find out, and I'm then come right. on the program and tell people. You, 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 you pull my pants down. I don't know. 
Just ask it, Charlie. Okay. Or you can call ADR. <laughs> Experience. They've overseen more than a quarter billion dollar in private and public construction projects since 2001. ADR competent. Reduce your costs. Increase your bottom line. Saving clients million. ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance and information technology. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. And man, you asphalt mixers should have done that. They got a federal investigation. Call, right, yeah. call ADR and stop showing up in federal court. Oakland County. Man. <laughs> Get the job done right on time on budget. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. And when you get a hold of Mr. Ellen Tuck, ask him if you can hire these apprentices. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a legitimate question, Charlie, because maybe you don't want if you know if you're not going to participate in the training program. You know, there are, never mind. I'm going to find out because I need, I need some Brit work done. So I'm going gonna... to find out for next time I get fired from the show. <laughs> Everybody's like fired. Times. Take the night off, everybody. <laughs> okay, listen. Brian Woodward, we came to know Brian. He's a quadriplegic. He was catastrophically injured in a car wreck. He's dying and the Democrats... And the Republicans got together in a smoke-filled back room, did the insurance companies a big favor, said it was for us and that our rates were going to go down. They didn't go down. But what did go down was this man's life. They moved him around over the last two years like a pile of garbage, a garbage bag. He was independent. Mm -hmm. He was working. He owned his own home. I got a call. I was very worried. And we paid a visit to Brian. You might remember Brian Woodward, a man who lost the use of his body in a car accident three decades ago. He and 18,000 other catastrophically injured people in Michigan got thrown on the garbage pile about two years ago when the state changed its auto insurance policies. Brian and I have become friends since then. Three years ago, he was living at home. Today, he's in the hospital, dying. How are you, man? You're on your way out? Does it scare you? Yes. Just look at him. His eyes are lively and wild. He knows what's happening. Brian's not a number or a detail in a newspaper article. That's a man lying there. Buried beneath the machinery. What's wrong with him? Actually, he went to the doctor. And when he got there for his appointment, mentally just didn't know where he was, everything. Um, he couldn't see and everything, so they um, admitted him. That's because when they sent him home, it wasn't his home. Uh, yeah, right. He came out Monday, Tuesday, when I went to visit him. And to have feed myself, he's like a zombie. He just, you know, and he go in and, in and out. This is his one-time caregiver, Carlene. She used to help him at home, in his house. But the insurance won't pay for her anymore. And yet Carlene still helps, because she loves Brian. Something's wrong in your spirit, isn't it, brother? Yeah. 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 You don't want... Yeah. You don't... God, it... From the time that he moved to his house, that they, they 
said you can't come over anymore. How many places has he lived? He was um, in, um, I forget the name, in Novi. Then he went to Special Tree. Then they took him from Special Tree to his house for about, he was home for about three weeks. Then they decided they can't take him, so they sent him back to Special Three. Then they took him back from them over to the nursing home section. Okay, and then, At Special Three. And then? He started to go downhill. And then where did he go after that? He went to back into the hospital from terrible bladder infection, and they took him to Rainbow up here at Mega Belt and Elevenmile. So this is Absolutely. the eighth or ninth place. They, they just keep moving him back and forth. They just keep moving him like he was a COVID yeah. patient in a yeah. nursing home. When he was in UFM a couple of weeks ago, when I went to say, Carlin, I'm tired. My body cannot take it anymore. Saturday, when I came here, is question, can they give me something, just let me die? There's a ray of hope. The Michigan Supreme Court will issue its opinion in the next few days on whether it was constitutional to strip away the medical care promised to human beings, like Brian. Wake up. The Supreme Court's gonna rule this week. And if they rule it right, you get to go home. You understand me? You get to go home. It all goes back to what it was. I know you're older and you're frailer, but you'll get to go home. Steady here, you understand me? You know, with the, uh, the post-acute system has to reestablish itself because they have We'll figure that out. It's gotta be family, whatever. Maybe it's her again. We'll figure that out. You see what you're doing? Your spirit's getting lost in a bunch of legal bullshit. Yeah. They bring it back, you get to go home. We'll figure that out. People depending on you, you know. Yeah. A lot of people look to you to help them. Yeah. That's who called me. All those, that army behind you. Okay? So don't sit here and say, I'm fucking done. We're all going to be done. I wouldn't fear that. But you got stuff to do. Like really important stuff to do. People you don't even know. Okay? Mm -hmm. Remember that. It's true. <sighs> Everything that's happened to you. What do you want to tell all of us? The government, the people, taxpayers, drivers, citizens. Well, I think it was totally wrong to, to pull the rug out from under us. And there's 18,000 people that are affected. And and they were wrongly affected, and most of Michigan does not know what happened to them. My friends have been dying. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, Oh. <sighs>
How could they do that? That's inhumane to put somebody in that position. And even in his current state, Charlie, Brian is still fighting for the other 18,000 people who share his circumstances. Fuck. Bullshit putting out Barbie ads. And yeah, I, I just... Everybody running around telling us how great this is going to be, you know, and, and shame on all of us in media. We didn't even ask the question about that. Now, and, and what people may not remember is that despite his accident and his paralysis, Brian had a Brian led a very active and independent life when he was at home. Do you know he hunted? Yes. Yeah. I he, don't know how a quadriplegic hunts, but I'm going to do that story. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we would talk to him and he'd tell us all these things that he was doing? I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, wow. But he enjoyed, he embraced the life that he had and he lived his life. But he enjoyed and needed to be at home. Well, he's, you know, we visit him at, at uh, special tree which is a nice place yeah. and they wouldn't pay for it and he was lively and we mm -hmm. brought conies we brought lunch okay. for the place and man he's just falling off the cliff they, they just wrecked him yeah but you can see his eyes like he's there he's like he wants to be okay but it's like you can't pass a person around that needs mm. I mean you just can't do it well I'm just telling you he's not coming back from it like damage is done, even if the Supreme Court and I beg the the called some people up in Lansing at the court and that that opinion should be issued either tomorrow, Friday or at the latest, the 31st, July, 31st, Monday. So I hope they do the right thing, you know, but he's not the first and he won't be the last. So we're thinking of you, bro. We, I know you're listening. If your power is still on. If the, I'm, I'm assuming hospitals have emergency <laughs> yeah, backup so. generators like the rest don't, of us don't have assume. to have, right? Yeah. And um, I know he's a big fan of Red and, you know, Brian, I mean, good things are happening for Red, I guess. You know, well, Good is relative. Better things are happening for Red. Bit, that's, coming, uh, that's coming towards the back end of the show uh, after we have Todd Benzman. Um, but here's a little tease. Come on, rubber ducky. I got us a new home. You'll get to actually be in a bathtub. So long, nominee. I'm on. All right, so I'm about to ask you to fuck up out of here. Man, we win. Give me my motherfucking money right now. I've got to show about your motherfucking ass. Come bullshit. Yeah, how about this motherfucker? I thank God I'm leaving. Man, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> He's leaving behind so many stories. He tried to leave, leave, leave his debts behind too, man. Motherfucker caught him with a crowbar, man. He's gonna find your ass. Listen, if Red found a new house, but if you're looking for a new house, I suggest get the mortgage locked in. Call Hall Financial. I did some work here, people. Let, let me back up. Credit card debt in the United States is at an all-time high, just a shade under one trillion dollars. The Average APR, right? Mm -hmm. The interest you pay right. is somewhere between 18 and 30% on that credit. 30. 18 and Ooh. 30. Yep. Okay. Now, the price of houses in the last year have gone down 5.5% when you add in inflation. Okay. One, home equity loans. If you have a home and you need to get some cash at a lower rate, consolidate your yes. debt. It's about... You call David, but about 8%. So you're paying 18 to 30, or you want to pay 8. Yeah, consolidate those loans. Yeah, con yeah. It's a big deal. It's a, you know, I was going 
through the stories today and mm -hmm. NBC. Here's what mm -hmm. you can do to, you know, if you're overextended, mm -hmm. spend less, <laughs> borrow money for your friends or beg the credit card company. Or make more money. Right, to give you a lesser <laughs> home equity loan. It's a smart move to make. And also, even now, the 30-year fixed mortgage is below historical averages for the last 50 years. So if prices are going down, you find a house you like, right? You're still locked in at a, at a lesser rate mm -hmm. than, you know, over, over 50 most, years. Right? And when the Fed start jacking rates up, you can refine, you Which can call home, yeah. right? Um, they also have a 1% down program with up to $4,000 of forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. What more do you need to say except the quality of service you get. Uh, call 866-CALL-HALL or go to callhallfirst.com. Slash Charlie. Yeah. Callhallfirst.com slash Charlie. Because there's like a- Charlie's got all these codes Well, there's a everything. secret special offer there. Right. Is there? Yeah, you can get, uh, this is just in hot off the presses. $1,000 back when your loan closes. Wow. If you use my name. Yeah, yep. Mm. Yep. Wow, Charlie. Callhallfirst.com so slash two, Charlie. That's 2000 Okay, listen. I mean, I, I'm that's not, a good deal. I'm, everybody knows I don't bullshit. I'm not mm -hmm. bullshitting people. Now, um, let me just tell you something here before we get to Todd Benzman of the Center for Immigration Studies. See this book? I wrote it called Detroit. Love it. Love an it. American Autopsy. Great book. Ten years ago to the day, it was on the New York Times bestseller list, and Detroit had entered mm -hmm. into its historic bankruptcy. This book was required reading by the governor staff and the emergency manager staff just to let you know what kind of pain you know for the mm -hmm. people all the big lawyer big shots from out of town making making millions off our asses just to know what was going on here right so it's 10 years later and you would think it was all good in the hood when reading those glowing stories last week about detroit's bankruptcy 10 years after but i'm asking you people listen Look beyond the talking points disseminated by Mayor Mike Duggan's bloated propaganda department of storytellers of which Karen can't get a list or what they make. Instead of taking the mayor's word on things, let's look at data, not spin. If you consult disinterested federal agencies like the FBI, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Census Bureau, and the Federal Reserve, you'll see a portrait of a struggling city with a junk bond credit rating. And if revenue continues to fall as it has, the city could find itself back in bankruptcy court asking pensioners for another haircut. Bankruptcy was supposed to wipe out some debt and give the city breathing room to raise the quality of life and services for its citizens. Has it? Let's take a close look at Dugganomics. Back in 2013, the police budget was $340 million. Today, the budget's at $390 million. If you take inflation into account, that's actually a 15% cut, and it shows. The murder rate has now climbed to 50 per 100,000. Double, double Chicago's, according to FBI data, not City Hall. The rate is one of the highest in America and five points higher than it was in Detroit a decade ago. Now... If you have power, search this for the city's weekly crime statistics. Every big city posts them, not Detroit. I spent years trying to get City Hall to get the police department to put out a daily list of major crime. They did it for two years. And then when Duggan took office, it disappeared. 
Last week's stories talked about improved police response times. But back in 2019, I analyzed 1 million calls to 911 and found the police department was adding traffic stops into its 911 data with a response time of 0.00. Think of what 10,000 zeros does for your batting average. <laughs> it's the same with the fire department. The budget has been slashed by 30%. Again, taking inflation into account. And if you're running a fucking city, you take inflation into account. But still the mayor claims the top priority medical response times, ambulances, you know, for gunshots, are now at the national average of about eight minutes. But there's an accounting trick in there too. In many cases, it's now fire trucks that first make the scene. Once the fire truck arrives, the 911 clock stops. But those aren't paramedics standing there in bunker gear and whiskers in your time of need. And that's not an ambulance. The truth is the fire department is so mismanaged that the city recently leased 18 ambulances from Macomb County because of burnout declarations. The bus system too has been cut by 1% since bankruptcy. But bus service is running roughly 30% lower than at pre-pandemic levels. And to plug that gap, the city uses the region-wide smart system funded by Southeastern Michigan homeowner taxpayers. But the city doesn't pay into it. There was a lot of crowing about Detroit's growing revenues. But again, taking inflation into account, Detroit's tax receipts are down 10% since 2015. That's not growth. The pension is down five percentage points. That's not growth, and that's a big problem. Analysts project Detroit falling back into the red sometime in the next three to five years. And after a 10-year holiday from funding its pension obligations, the city has now resumed payments of approximately $135 million a year. Now, while Duggan has squirreled away about $470 million, just to meet those obligations, do the math. We're at a fiscal cliff. And now the mayor wants to be governor and he makes short-term deals to fob off the long-term fiscal consequences on the next dope to assume the big chair. <clears throat> Just last week, Duggan floated the idea of restoring pension cuts and resurrecting the 13th check to retirees? I mean, that's good electioneering, but it's voodoo economics. Few people realize that language in the bankruptcy plan allows the city to go back and ask for more pension cuts if it can't meet its obligations. You thought you were safe, but you're not. Now, let's look at almost every metric of misery. Poverty, infant mortality, wink, wink, reading scores, workforce participation, population decline. Detroit is at or among the worst of them all. There's a lot of money in poverty, and Detroit's bankruptcy has made some rich people richer. But the everyday citizen is waiting at the bus stop wondering, what comeback? <laughs> Don't be fooled. He's coming after your house. He's coming after your house. Do not be fooled. Now, good? I just had to get off my chest? Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to bring in... No. Go ahead. You're living in the middle of... Yeah. But, you know, I guess... And I was thinking, Charlie, you said, you know, the, the, the response was, was quiet to not at all. Usually everybody's all up in arms about what you say. But they're counting on people not either being able to read, comprehend, or decipher 
what you laid out in that column. I mean, you have to be able to think. I mean, and you always, you know, you break out the numbers, you peel back the layers, you do the homework, but there's a comprehension level there. And I think that people are counting on, mm, it'll kind of go over everybody's head and yeah. nobody's going to pay attention to it. And it just sounds like a bunch of ghibli gook, yep. but it's not. And people need to really pay attention. And you do, because you know what really got me going was, you know, you're hipping me to everything being written and I read it and I go, what? Where are you living? Because obviously, you know, you don't call 911. You, there was a big march going by Michigan Avenue today by the bus riders yeah, and the bus that. union. Mm -hmm. People are very, they're unhappy. They're dissatisfied. They're getting the short end of the stick. And, you know, they're, they're participating in, in, in <laughs> marches or and even, you know, the, the, the public uh, sessions. But they're not getting anything back. Everybody's just kind of, you know, placating them. And, you know, yeah, sure, we hear you. We're going to do something. We're working on it. And nothing ever happens. Everybody goes and they just do what they want to do anyway at the expense of the people they're supposed to serve. Who don't get involved and, you know, exactly. like, oh, you know, it's better than it was. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's a house of cards, but, dude. But people are also so anxious for some type of progress that they don't want to publicly criticize the progress that they're being told is taking place, but that they know isn't actually happening. Yeah. And then, you know, the, here, here it comes. Mm -hmm. Here comes Boss Hog and Barbie and, you know, <laughs> Boss Hog. And, you know, and, and, and the corrupt Republicans. That's a good one. <laughs> you, you, you're going to come after a house? Yeah. You, they're, they're already pitching and promoting that. And like they want to, we, you know, we had Grover Norquist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had the former liberal mayor of Pittsburgh. Nobody believes this plan, but they're going to give it to us anyway. Over my dead body. And if they do it, I'm fucking moving. And this is what I don't like. Just because you're in, in the circle or you get the opportunity to be in the camera shot or you're collecting a paycheck and you know that this is wrong, that's not reason enough for you to push something down other people's throats. It's just not just yeah, yeah. Char character and integrity should have a place and a role in who you are and what you do. Well, here's more. Dis look, they're despicable, right? Like you sell your soul for a check yep. to the political cartels, right? The are. only thing worse than that is the dope who gives his soul away for free. You, you're not even doing the math. <laughs> yes. Look, look how everything's fucked up. Like, look at this town. Okay, we see San Francisco, right? Mm -hmm. And we get all the druggies flopped out all over the streets. You can't live there anymore. Do you know Detroit has more homeless than San Francisco? San Francisco's mm -hmm. bigger. Got 850,000 people. We got 620. We got 10,000 homeless. They got 7,000 homeless. Mm hmm and where are our drug our druggies don't have to flop out downtown because we got all of these empty houses that they're pretending aren't there across from the schools across across, <laughs> across from the school so they still haven't you know what i will buy that drug house they won't I told sell them. it to you charlie i'll buy the drug house and then i will pay to have it torn down you know what i'm being told Oh, well, you know, we uh, we got to get uh, free free of title clearance on that. And then uh, we'll put it on the auction block and then you can make your bid. I'm like, you got to be kidding. They didn't do that for people that are part of the circle that were able to benefit from properties owned by the land bank. <laughs> Everything's fun. Like Hunter <laughs> Biden, he doesn't get his um, plea deal, right? Mm -hmm. Because the judge wises up like, wait a, a minute. What's with the gun charge here? You can't be a doper and then be lying and... You didn't pay millions in taxes for a couple. No, no, no. And then the guy that's leading everybody, Donald Trump, he's like going to be up on his third 
set of charges here, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> and he's running for president in 2024. And everything's fucked up in mm-hmm. the meantime. Let me, like uh, Grace Carroll, you know, mm-hmm. the, the proprietor of American Coney Island, owner of this building, went to Greece for a wedding, came back, you leave Greece, everything's great, Delta Airlines, on time, bing, good food, do. They land in um, Boston. Mm-hmm. Customs to clear in Boston. That's Customs and Border Patrol. Get ready, Todd. <laughs> right? They got three people working. It took almost three hours to clear customs. Mm-hmm. Okay, problem number one. Problem number two. Get ready, Todd, because this happened to Todd. He came back. He testified in front of Congress. And then he got pushed all over. He's supposed to go back to Austin. But all of a sudden, he's in Fort Lauderdale. What the fuck? Grace Carroll's and the family are coming to Detroit. The pilot gets clocked off because it's mismanaged. Mm-hmm. There's no pilot. They're in the airplane for almost six hours. They won't let them out. They're in the airplane. <laughs> so finally, two dudes stand up. They got sneakers, Bermuda shorts, and pilot's caps. Oh, God. What? Pilot's caps. Okay. They're actually pilots trying to catch their own airline and get back to Detroit <laughs> to make their flight, they- but they're sitting in the back of the tube. Now, obviously, they're... Pilot gear mm-hmm. is packed away, but they got their hats with them. So they put That's the hats on and say, we'll fly this fucker. <laughs> That's all you need is a right? hat. So, so you know, what happened? So they radio in, they fill out the paperwork, and these two dudes in tennis shoes and Bermuda shorts are flying this shit back to Detroit. I'm telling you, a banana republic like Argentina, at least the fuckers are wearing their flight suits. Wow. And then when they land in Detroit, the door won't open. God. <laughs> so hard to get into this country. Oh my, it's so hard to get into this country unless unless you're on the border. Now we got a real crisis going on in the border. And uh, the guy that's really doing it is a friend of the show, Todd Benzman from the Seminar for Immigration Studies and the author of this book, Overrun, Get It Now, and the $1 bin. Um, <laughs> it's a great book. It is a great book. It's a historic book. But Todd... Is the dude in the world really doing this work? And he also does video dispatches. Here's a little segment before he comes on. While the Texans are under orders to block all immigrants on the riverbank, an operation called Hold the Line, Border Patrol is under orders to bring them in, to dole out notice-to-appear release papers, where the illegal aliens agree to voluntarily self-report to ICE in an American city of their choice. Within a day or two, they'll all be on commercial buses to those cities. That powerful incentive keeps the immigrants trying, traversing, waiting in the river until they find Border Patrol or Border Patrol finds them. And together, both can thwart Texas Governor Abbott. This Venezuelan man just returned to Piedras Negras with a large group. They won't let us pass, he says. So he and his group will trudge several hundred yards upriver to a spot where they heard green uniformed American immigration officers will be found. He's saying the Texas Rangers won't let him pass, so they're going to go down the river and look for the green suits of the Border Patrol so they can get asylum. And he wants asylum not because he's threatened, but because he's poor and he wants a better life, which isn't an asylum. Such starkly opposite policies and missions have ginned up a border war between Abbott's state of Texas and Biden's Department of Homeland Security during the worst mass migration crisis in American history. It's a great report, Todd. How you doing, man? 
Doing all right. I appreciate you running that. Um, yeah, it's crazy down there. That's still happening. Yesterday, there was a uh, charge on the bridge at Eagle Pass. Texas blocked a bunch of the immigrants down in the river. So they went back to Mexico and then charged over the bridge. And so at that point, Biden CBP guys, they can't have the bridge just overrun. So they beat them back with riot gear. And then they closed all the commercial traffic. This is like yesterday. Uh, so it's still pretty crazy down there. Well, what? let's do the news here. We have a constitutional crisis. You've got the governor of Texas stringing barbed wire and putting you know flotation devices to block migrants from coming in. And yet the Border Patrol is instructed to bring them in? Right. Because the federal policy is an open borders policy. They call it, but they put on it is safe, orderly, not stop, block, and return. Uh, three years ago, or just before the uh, shift in administrations, if Border Patrol caught you, you would be brought over to a and they'd kick your butt back over to the Mexican side a policy called remain in Mexico or a little bit later title 42 but they ran from both with the change administration they changed the policy and says now you guys hang them all in to the and let them go so if you cross illegally between ports you get a free pass all the way if you want um, but Texas hey we we, we've had uh, five million people cross through our territory. It's havoc enough. So they put their forces down there, and they're blocking them at the river, like NFL linemen, right on the Very unusual. Uh, they can't take custody of them and deport them. They don't think they can, but they can block them at the river. So we've got, so te we've, created we've, we've got Texas in court with the United States government over immigration policy. Just since I found that report, uh, you're breaking, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, bro. Just shake your head, yes or no, because you're, yeah, yes or no, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look, let me just do this because the the connection is bad. Well, we're gonna get that fixed up, and we're, we're gonna have to do another like show on the on the border. I will say this: it's interesting up here, up north, that a deal was. Trudeau, Justin Trudeau of Canada famously said, we're open, we're, we're welcoming. And then they got 50,000 people that jumped from the United States into Canada. And Canada said, wait a minute, they came from your country first, take them back. We entered into the agreement and we have no such agreement with Mexico. And it's a, it's a huge issue. I talked to Todd quite often about how they manipulate data or they hide it. Uh, uh, Todd, the... Do, has it slowed down? No, just as many people are crossing as before. They're just crossing in a slightly different way. They've got them coming through the bridges with permission slips that they're handing out to the tune of about 80,000 a month. From, uh, from who, they're looking at probably... Who's, who's, passing out the, who's passing out the permission slips, Todd? I'm sorry. Who's passing out permission yeah, slips? The, 
the Biden government created this brand new admission program uh, to hand out. You, you, uh, you, if you have a, an app, if you have a phone, you can download an app called CBP One. Make your appointment like setting up a reservation at a, at a restaurant. And then in a side of a week or a couple of weeks, you'll have a permission slip to cross legally, quote unquote, through the port of entry. So uh, when they're saying the numbers are really down of illegal entries, they're not telling you that that's because they moved them all onto the bridges and they're bringing them through the bridges with these app based permission slips. And then they get into the country anyway, that way, for you, a couple you, of years. And you're suing the federal government because they won't give you the data, will they? That's right. They only want you to know about the decline in the numbers of people coming between the ports of entry through the brush illegally. Those numbers are down because, like I said, they're incentivizing them to do it to get these permission slips. So a lot of people are doing the permission slips. A lot of people are like, it's taking too long. I don't want to wait for three weeks for my permission slip. I'm just going to cross illegally. And they're finding reward for that anyway. So whether you cross through the CBP one app with the permission slip or you cross illegally, everybody gets in the same amount, the same number, 200,000 plus a month are getting in. Wow. That's 2.5 million. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, and, and times are tough. We, we got to have order, whatever and, you think and, about and it. And it seems so simple. We've talked to several people about the border over time, and it's like what's missing and who's not in charge enough to impart some type of organization for this. Mm. All right, Todd. I mean, go ahead. The, the, okay. I, I was just going to say, I mean, the administration, they just had Mayorkas on the Hill yesterday, same day I was up there. They had him in the morning and their policy is they, they don't deny it. Their policy is we everybody gets in. We want everybody in. Everybody who wants to come in over the border is going to get in. We just want it to be orderly. We don't want a bunch of Fox news camera drones over, uh, you know, big out of control crowds down on the riverbank. That's their only concern, not about the millions of people that they're bringing in. They love that. That is what they want. They said so from the beginning, all during the campaign, uh, all 15 presidential candidates uh, tried to outdo one another on the debate stage, yeah, international yep, debates. Yep. We're getting rid of it. Uh, we're getting rid of it. And you know, we're, mm -hmm. we're going we're gonna to give people financial help. Mm -hmm. So everybody hears it. And you heard the beginning from his clip. I mean... Let's not pretend people coming are dumb. The word gets around. I mean, everybody's carrying a smartphone. Look for the green uniform, mm -hmm. not the tan uniform. Right. And that's where we're at. All right, Todd, we're going to leave it at that, brother. Thank you for getting out of bed. Sorry about <laughs> the flight. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll testify yep. about hey. the state of transportation. <laughs> Anytime, man. Are you wearing shorts? Know. Are you wearing shorts? Yeah, no, actually, I have my jeans on uh, this time. Well, why don't you put on some shorts, get yourself a pilot's hat, and fly yourself next time. That's how we do. Good idea. All right, man, thanks. So that, that's the update. Like, lots going on there. Um, 
So I want to see how this is going to play into the 2024 presidential election. Like, how is this conversation going to be framed again? Yeah. That's going to be interesting. And, like, and, you know, I mean, here's the deal. How do you frame it where you're not a racist? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, conspiracy, they're trying to replace us, mm -hmm. or this is Democrats trying to get votes yeah. in the future. It's going to be interesting, though. I mean, you got to remember, if Trump continues to be on the, the campaign platform, you know, his position on this, and then how the Democrats, or I guess that'll be Biden if he makes it, um, you know, are, are going to, to, to counterbalance that. You want to know how broke we are in this country? That one quarter of all tax receipts pay for prop poverty programs housing and medical and food right and basically it's about the same amount of money to help people because mm -hmm. this country is very poor mm -hmm. that we're borrowing wow i'm rounding about two trillion dollars that's the deficit mm -hmm. 1.5 trillion we're borrowing money to feed ourselves this is not a good but, but, Construct. You, but you said it, Charlie, when you were talking. To, there's 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 profit in poverty. Yes. Poverty. There is profit in poverty, and it's not just at the local level. It's at the. I mean, everywhere. I mean, it just it just is. And yeah. so there is not a sincere or concerted effort to eradicate it. It's just not. Well, I have one, and I, I want to get to it because Todd's still hanging around. I want him to see the red piece. But well, I here's yeah. one way. It's worth staying up for. <laughs> One way to save some money is to call Legacy Partners Insurance. When's the last time you checked your home and auto insurance rates? If you haven't, you're probably overpaying. And you know how you find out if you are? You call 586-209-4106 or just go to their website, LegacyPartnersINS.com, INS for insurance, right? <laughs> they'll shop for you. They'll get you the lowest rates. You'll lock in and they'll keep shopping for you and give you a call once in a while. And they'll give you their number. Good customer service. So when something bad goes wrong, you call them like, you know, it's raining, like it's raining, your power's out, there's a drip in your roof. What do you do? You don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. That's true. You'll have, yeah. their, you'll, you'll have their cell phone in your cell phone. That's how good they are. Big believer in legacy partners. Now, um, next Evo. So when you get stressed out from all that stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Next Evo Naturals. Now, did, did you order some yes i took a picture did you get it mark i, did, I sent yeah. you yeah, I, I, I got yeah i got two pack two <laughs> two two bottles of the gummies for stress yeah and then they sent me i guess you get with the, the free order. bottle yeah, yeah. free yeah. bottle of cbd so yeah with promo code nobs yeah did you take them yet yeah i took one this afternoon and how are you feel how do you think i feel like? do great. i seem calm hmm <laughs> hey kirby is your stress level lower it's a testimonial Yeah, you got to give it time. I'm, I'm going to keep trying them. They're, I mean, they're gummies. I'm going to. Do you feel high? No, no. That's the thing. No, because it, thing. it doesn't have THC. So mm. no, I'm going to try. I mean, I need something to take my stress down because people are driving me crazy. <laughs> my my sister-in-law <laughs> takes them. They sent me mm -hmm. a bunch of samples, right? Okay. My sister-in-law takes them during the day. Right. Right. She suffers from stress. Mm -hmm. Swears by it. That's good. Swears by it. My niece's boyfriend also, mm -hmm. you know. High levels of Life feelings of anxiousness, right? <laughs> swears by him. Yeah, so I, have I taken him? No, because, you know, he's handling mine this way. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I don't drink, so I'm going to continue to try him. So. But yeah. hey, I'm pretty calm. Yeah, you are. Don't you think I'm calmer today than usual? I think oh, so. I do, actually. Okay. Yeah. I feel so calm. stay well this summer with smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals. Go to nextevo.com slash no BS. To get 25%. Did you get 25%? I got 20. You got 20. Mm, 
Okay, so Just you get 25% off and, and a free bottle of premium pure yep. CBD, a $50 value, limit one uh, use per customer. Yep. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash no B-S. Now, Red <laughs> deals with his with the, with the, with the flower. <laughs> right? He wants he want everything in it. And he's got reason. Yeah, he does. He's got reason because he's been in the Normandy for a year. It's been he's a year. Got different stress. It's been a hell of a run for him. And in fact, you know, we're gonna we're gonna edit up the series of Red of the Normandy, and we're gonna ship that off to LA. See if we see if we can get him a TV deal. But Red has found a new place. Ooh, nice. And this is the last installment of season one Aww. of the travails of comedian Detroit Red. Red has left the flop house, and with. No further delay, let's roll that tape. You'll love this, Todd. Trailers for sale or rent. Put me out the house, don't divorce me. Let for 50 cents. No phone, I know no what I got. No pet. Started from the bottom. I ain't now. got no cigarettes. Uh, but two hours of pushing broom. By the 8 by 12, 4 bedroom. Mama. Man of means, by no means, king of the world. I know y'all been seeing all the crazy shit I've been going through around here. And I've been cool with some of that because I'm a little off balance myself at times. But the one motherfucking thing I cannot get with is this true lack of privacy. Somebody in here. Red. Yeah, what's good? Yeah, man. I'm taking a shit. Red. 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 I'm excited as hell to get out. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to so many different things, like a private shower, a private shit. Those in themselves, you know, people don't appreciate little things like that until they don't have it. I feel like I done done some county time. So I've been working diligently to try to find a place I can afford and I got to leave on the spot over here in this neighborhood. So we're going to check that out today. So I got the landlord's number, called up, told her to meet me. Well, brace yourself, because, you know, like I told you on the phone, we got something to deal with here. All righty then. Look like they kind of left in a rush. They left clothes and shit. Oh, they were partying upstairs and some shit? You told me the neighbors was quiet upstairs. Yeah, but she had a... a um, air conditioning that she had leaning the wrong way and it was backing up. It's a pretty nice size kitchen, but they left all their they left all their stuff in here too. Okay, apparently yeah. they didn't need no dishes wherever the fuck they was going next. Nah, there's a window right here need to be repaired. I'll make sure that's taken care of. Okay, so this is the bathroom. Toilet flush. You really don't know. This is the best room in the house to me already. Uh, okay. All right, so I'm There ain't no hidden stall next door where I'm gonna hear somebody <laughs> else come in and try to take a shit or nothing no, like that. No, none of that, none of okay, that. Okay, cool, cool. Second 
That door, that door leads to the back, to the back of the house. No, I mean it's uh, to the back of the house, which is is not open. You can't open. You can't use this. It's um, boarded shut. I was impressed with the bathroom in itself. Just knowing I'd be able to take a shit on my own in my own. Probably take a shower. I want it. I'll take it. I I'm ready. You sure? There's a lot of shit that need to be done up in here, Red. So the funny part is, I ain't never seen a landlord try to talk you out of renting that shit. I want it. I'll take it. You sure? Look here, ain't we sure that Santa Claus came sometime in December for Christmas? <laughs> I'm about as sure as Al Sharpton was when he was transporting that cocaine. Okay. I'm sure I want this. All right, well, if you sure then, I'm sure. So, you know, ain't nothing else to do but to go ahead and get the lease. 7-7, seven, seven, call this my new Independence Day. So, after signing the lease and everything, now it's on to the next step. Clean my shit up out the Normandy and getting the fuck on. Come on, rubber ducky. I got us a new home. You'll get to actually be in a bathtub. Privacy, here I come. Man, ain't gotta walk out in the hallway, see no motherfucking service. Moving on up. So long, Normandy. God damn it, it's trying to keep me in here. But you won't keep me. Normandy. Come on. All right, fellas. I'm about to have you the fuck up out of here, man. We'd win. Give me my motherfucking money right now. I got this job out for your motherfucking ass. I'm bullshit. Yeah, I'm about this motherfucker. I thank God I'm leaving, man. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I found one of my friends I made here at the Normandy. He got a pickup truck. And I'm the fuck up out of here in style. Hey, what up, dog? What up, bro? Let's get the fuck out of here. Wait a minute. Oh shit. I forgot something. I'll be right back. All right, All right. What the fuck is that? No. This is Titty Jams. Do you remember Titty Jams? He's been with me for the longest. Don't look at me like that. Hit it. Man, I can't wait. Wait till you see this spot, man. Oh, the privacy. Oh, I'm liking the neighborhood this, so far. <laughs> yep, this is it right here, man. Right, right, right over here. Oh, I cannot wait. You really don't know, man. I really appreciate you helping me get this done. Because no uh, I, I was so ready to get up out of there. I was ready to Uber all this shit over here. This is the shit right here. Tell you, man. It's gonna be great as hell. You just don't know. Man, oh, this is nice, man. Hey, let me ask Yo. you something, man. You got a, you know, you think you can let me, you know, chill here with you? Oh, 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 no, fuck no. I'm sorry, I didn't mean fuck no, but listen, first night, new place, you know what I'm saying? I've been out the privacy. No, 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 I feel you, but see, I got a first private shit. I'm not going to hear nothing but my poop but, but hitting the water and me breathing. I love you. I appreciate you helping me. I really do. And I'm going to have a housewarming but, party, and you're going to be VIP at the house. Well, you don't even have to bring a housewarming gift. But, no, I got to get my privacy. You know what I'm saying? Text me. Let me know you made it home safe. See you. Finally, privacy. What the fuck? 
Yeah, yeah, boy, our first night Teddy Jams, I told you. I told you, stuck it out with me. Look, it's all coming true. Look, you got your bling bling. Look at that baby Teddy Jams in the house. Wait till the girl Teddy Bear see you when we go to the club. Yeah, boy, first night, our own place, nice fat new crib. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know I ain't got no bed or nothing yet. But look here, this is part of the adventure. Privacy. The peace and quiet, Teddy. Me and you, you been with me, little dog. You gonna be with me, we gonna do this, yes. Oh, peace and quiet. Oh boy. Teddy, did you hear that? You sound like some goddamn gunshots. What? You are right. Maybe I should call the police. You've reached the City of Detroit 911 Emergency Center. All operators are handling emergency calls. Remain on the line. Do not hang up. Your call will be handled by the next available operator. Oh, no. <laughs> a new era of adventures for Red. He's so proud. He's so proud, he, she man. should it's be. a great house. I, I guess it's an upgrade. It's fucked up. <laughs> I said an upgrade. Good, good neighbors, though, right? You met you met some yeah, of the neighbors. Neighbors are cool. Yeah, yeah, neighbors are cool. But like, there's no power box, man. That's not cool. Somebody took a sledgehammer and and knocked the fucking you know the meter off, right? So they were jumping electricity, and then DTE came in and cut the power to the whole shit. This is to the house that he's living in. Yeah. yeah. Then the woman getting kicked out, who lives upstairs, not paying rent. She goes, "Oh, you don't want to live here." The uh, the poop. Comes up uh, in the basement. The when you, when you, oh, yeah, I'm like, Red. He goes, no. He's going to go back to the Normandy. Oh. <laughs> he got privacy. Yeah, I guess. So it, it's it's about what you prioritize. Well, you know how much he's into poop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now he can take when he gets to visit it when he's done. It looks like it's Benzman approved, though. John's <laughs> <laughs> just frozen there. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the world we live in. It is. Congratulations, Red. We're pr we're happy for you. If He's you're, so if you, we do. If that's, yeah. you know, we'll see. New adventures, Charlie. New stories. You <laughs> same old Red. Where the fuck same is old he? Red. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna ask. He's not here today. <laughs> I knew he wasn't coming in when it was five forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right. Well, good luck to Red. Good luck to Brian. Good luck to y'all. And remember, try to love one another. See you next week. <laughs>